Welcome, one and all, to another episode of God Killers Anonymous. Today is going to be a little different episode structure, seeing as uh, every single time I write down a script, the audio seems to cut off. And rather than put you through a bunch of glitches and audio trouble, I'd rather just make this as immersive as possible. The intro music I'll play later, but let me set the tone for those that are unfamiliar. This episode is called Ancient Voices. It is the episode in which the Venarath goddess, Oxumara, manifests, but you'll meet her in today's tale. I tried to record this multiple times, and each time the audio kept cutting out. So if it doesn't pan out the way that I would like it to, and it starts glitching again, this is my final attempt at recording this episode. And then if it doesn't come through, which I believe it will, but if this episode doesn't come through, chalk it up to the spirits interfering. Because this is my story. I put it in a storybook format for a reason. So, kick back, relax, and let's listen to today's episode, known as Ancient Voices, of GKA. Let's get started. As you can see, we look around the sacrificial chamber. You can hear the ceremony's about to start. So let's get into it and join in the ritual. in the sacrificial chamber. Blood pours into a ceremonial bowl. Candles flicker, crackle, as a dark feminine sinister laughter fills the air. The smell of old tree moss, sandalwood, and lilacs pour into my nose. The blood evaporates into a red mist as a woman darker than the blackest shadow steps forth in high heels made of bone akin to a noble ruthless female runway model Oliverin's color drains from her face and she collapses to the floor in respect and reverence. Lady Oxumara. Oxumara responds. 
Where is my offering, Erie? She disappears and reappears next to me, rubbing her fingers up my spine. She scowls. You have brought a human here? Into the most sacred place of your people? This is insulting. I thought I raised you better. I'm confused, dear child. Am I supposed to eat him? Or are you planning something else? Having him blessed with our glorious transformation to forsake his humanity and embrace Dreyleth blood. <laughs> the liver and stutters. But bless him with strength, your ladyship. Nothing else, she hints and runs her fingers through my hair and running silently towards my kinky parts. The liver and gasps <gasps> and blushes. My lady, it's not like that. Shame, shame, a real sad shame. From the looks of your overreaction, this could escalate into a more fruitful partnership. <laughs> I'm supposed to teach him Dreyleth spellcraft. Very well. We will speak of it after dinner. She claps her hands twice. Bring out the offerings. Hurry up now, I don't got all day. Very busy woman with places to be. Dreyleth commoners in white robes are presented before the queen. Slaves jump for joy, but others are hesitant. Kalishar enters. Move, worms! Go through that doorway before I have to push your fat ass in. Go! Offer yourselves. Die with honor. Or be lashed. And you know which one I would prefer. Yes, mistress. Yes, of course. Musical instruments begin to play all over the room. Eight people are brought before Oxumara. Kalashar glares to Oliverin. Valsharis, were you about to feed her my property? I'm not your property! I scream. Silence befalls the whole room. Ooh, dinner and a fight. Perfect. She chef kisses the crowd.
I'm quite famished. Bring it on then. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <sighs> Loud voices can be heard as men appear from smoke, holding bags of popcorn. Move over, you're sitting in my seat. The acolytes enter, pouring black wax on the floor and anointing the sacrifices in jasmine oil. <laughs> Look, boys! <laughs> Look at her stuffing her face. Uh, hey, hey, um, <clears throat> what do you, what do you guys think? Eh? Look at her. <laughs> Typical Aksumara, always gorging herself and thinking with her cunt. Fuck you, boys. Don't interrupt my dinner with your comments. Violent crunching and screaming can be heard. It is clear by the sounds of these screams that one of the trailers is having fun. Oh yes, mistress, bite harder, bite harder. <laughs> I like it, do it, do it. Damn you, Charlie, you're hogging her mouth. Get out of the way. Stop trying to hog all the fun. And you wonder why we make fun of your fat ass. Silence dinner. Kelishar transforms into a black jaguar and attacks Elizabeth. Biting and clawing and tearing her dress into shreds that look like a paper shredder. before reverting back to her original form and tackling Oliver into the ground. Stay away from my stuff, you slut! God, you're always touching my shit! Stop it! I don't care if you're the queen! You don't step on my shit! Do you understand that? She screams while continuously beating on Oliver. I was having him blessed, but since you want to be a bitch about it, I'll take him and fuck him right in front of you. She growls. <laughs> you stay away from him. Can I say something? Both of them scream back at me. No! Kalashar screams a poison chain's jab at a liverance. Face, striking it, striking her back, ribs, and snagging her hair. Cute, that's cute, Kalashar. You think you're stronger than me. But I think I need to remind you who's queen by blood and deed. Spider webs jut from her hands. She pins Kalashar to the ceiling of the temple and drops her on the floor with a loud crack. 
don't. You think you're so tough with your body jewelry? That would look much better on me. <laughs> two chains jerked from her hands, grasping onto two pillars. Using her chains as a slingshot, she aims a claw at her lower body. Snatching each and every piece of her body jewelry with each strike, slashing the legs, cutting her ear, mouth, and solar plexus. Oxumara interrupts in a rage. Enough of this! Damn it! I'm trying to eat! I'm going to literally make you cry! I'm gonna make you suffer for interrupting my shit! Now both of you get a grip! or I'll get a grip for you. Clearly, you both have fallen head over heels with him, beating yourselves to near death. He must be that important. So fine, I'll grant your wish. Blood staining her mouth, Inuzlin shoes the acolytes away and stares hungrily in my direction. Kellisher makes a crackling noise, akin to cracking knuckles, but more severely. As if to say, you touch him and I'll kill you. Clearly annoyed at this expression of female violence, Oxumer motions for me to come forward. Come here, you. Yes? What name do you hail? Zephyrilius. Approach then, Zephyrilius. She draws a knife and cuts her arm and marks my head. Now, open that pretty little mouth of yours. She holds her arm over my mouth and clamps my jaw shut around her bleeding wound. Drink. Drink deep. Taste the glory that is my race. Taste the glory that your inferior race will never, ever touch without proper dedication to one's spirit. Drink it and bask in my glory as if I were a proud sun queen. Do it. Let it be taken into account and record that he has partook my blood. Now, bow, you lowborn wretches, before I give you something to cry about. She asked me curiously, what is this power you have to make noble women act like savages around me? Is it some sort of mutation? A blessing, perhaps? Or are you just that damn attractive? I respond, I don't know. All I did back on my world was get picked on 
and slandered for my spiritual understanding, only to be called weak. So I raised my kundalini. I don't know if you guys have kundalini over here or some. Yes, we do. It's called the black serpent. It's pretty standard. It's all over the multiverse. Oxumara kneels down and kisses my forehead. Fight well, my champion. You must be ready. The red waves are not done with you yet. Farewell. She disappears with a sinister laughter, the same one that she used when she entered. And girls, try not to destroy anything fighting over him. <laughs> See you soon. Black energy erupts from the sacrifices as the rest of them drop dead. They all converge onto a singular point as if a spider's intricate web of energy is emitted from the decaying dead corpses only to explode upon impact leaving no trace. It is clear from this display that the Draylith value their ancestors a lot stronger than we do here on this plane of Etheris. In an infinitely expanding multiverse, there's bound to be new realms created every day some of which humanity has not discovered in a long time. As I continued to work with the Draylith, I had seen their pride and lust for control seems to trump the majority of their culture. The men, women, and children all had that spark of ambition that they would rather reach the top by any means necessary than struggle under someone else's lash. I came to realize the Draylith respect per personal ambition above all. Aside from their Draylith supremacy complex, once you have made a friend or, gods forbid, a lover out of them, they are the truest and best of allies. Lovers, on one hand, if you guys remember those weird-ass shrines that people have, some of those quote-unquote psychopathic women or men that have pictures of their significant other surrounded by candles and rituals and... Yeah, that's normal for them. So I wouldn't go crossing a Draylith in a disrespectful way, so to speak. There's a reason they value the enslavement of a lesser species. And they're even more protective of their cultural secrets. So, treat them with respect and know that they are already here. You could have Draylith blood. But we'll get into that later.
the next episode will detail their culture and anything that they will allow me to reveal without cutting the audio off. So, the next episode will be called Fire and Spirit. That's the end of the show. If you would like to contribute to the financial progress of the show, you can donate directly to the PayPal, Zach Bardefba, Z-A-C-H-B-A-E-R, D-E-F-F-E-B-A-U-G-H. Snapchat is Spider, well, Instagram, SpiderDragon95. Snapchat, Supreme 9 TikTok, XSpider6. And I hope to see you guys in the next one. Peace out.